0: I'm home alone. I have not done this for so long, <laughs> uh, but it's the nice night before Thanksgiving. Um, if you celebrate, if not, just gives you a clue as to when I'm doing this. Um, I wanted to share some of my experience with some of y'all. I know there are some that will really get it. The holidays are so interesting to me. Because I did not grow up with holidays. I was raised in a religious organization that did not allow holidays, as some of you may know. If you've talked to me for more than five minutes, you know. <laughs> um, so, it is still interesting to me that every time they come around, there is so much emotion around them. I don't have nostalgia for the holidays because I didn't have them, but knowing that they are traditionally a time for family, traditionally people have certain routines and traditions and rituals around them. I guess what it brings up is like. Expectations, you know. Um, It's like the first time I had my birthday, which was. 24 years old. I First of all, growing up, I never really, like, didn't... I didn't really care that I didn't have my birthday. Truly, like, I never knew what a birthday was. Like, or knew that... Like, I knew what it was, but, like, I never knew what it felt like to have one. So, it really wasn't a big deal to me. But... When I left the church and was finally able to have a birthday there was automatically the expectations of like what i had heard about birthdays and what i had heard they're supposed to be like and (laughs) oh my um The person I was with at the time, the boyfriend I had at the time was, uh, it doesn't matter what he was. The thing is, is that my expectation <laughs> for the birthday did not turn out as I expected it to. I know it took about two or three years of just being so disappointed With that, um, I guess a birthday is like a personal holiday. That I think by the third or fourth year, I was like, oh, okay, no. I'm just going to do exactly what I want to do on that day. Because I cannot wait and expect and hope for someone else to magically create this amazing day for me. Uh, Which kind of takes some ego out of it of like, oh, everyone around should somehow like know how important this should be to you. And like, you know, plan the perfect exact thing that you would want to do that encompasses all your expectations for that day. Really wild. Just a really wild (laughs) experience. But, even though, like, you have to, like, take your ego out of it and be like, no, just what do I want to do on this day? Like, is this just a me day? What am I going to do? There was nothing more liberating than finally, like, being like, okay, this day is just my day. And I'm coming up on my birthday this year. And, uh, you know, this week is a week of um, holidays. So, I'll get to spend it with time time with uh, people that I really care about and value and vice versa. Um, But on the day of my actual birthday, I have just plans again to just spend it on my own. And I love that. It feels like... Genuinely, I love that. I know. (laughs) It'll be like, oh, she's just saying... She loves that because that's what's going on for her. But no, genuinely, I love that. Um, I'm gonna go get my free Starbucks, and uh, I just got my birthday Sephora gift. You know, just the little the little treats you get on that day. Um, oh shoot! I should really check if Jen Korean Barbecue is doing a special. I gotta see if I'm still signed up for that one because that would just just cap off the day for me. So, uh, but getting back to, um, the holidays that we share with others, um, not the personal holidays, i.e. birthdays, but, or anniversaries if, you know, you have a partner, but, um, the holidays with families or friends. If you don't have that at this time, um, this podcast is specifically this said episode is specifically for you because I was just remembering today. Um. Well, first of all, I was just realizing how today. You know, I had the opportunity today to go spend with um some some very close friends, uh, my partner's family. They have been so welcoming to me from, from, you know, the day I started, uh, dating my partner. They have been so gracious. And I, if I think about it too long, I, it, it makes me cry because it's just so sweet to know that there are people out there like that. um, So tonight they're all together, and uh, we'll be again tomorrow. Um, And I had things to do today, so I knew that it just logistically wasn't going to work out. Um, But also, uh, just realizing that I still need and want to create space just for myself around these times because the fact is is that i don't have the family connection that i used to have with my family because of um no longer being part of their church which again this is 10 years out so it's nothing new to me but that is what has caused the change in our relationship and what has led to the fact that I do not uh, spend the holidays with my family. They've never done the holidays um, that I've been alive and uh, they still don't do them. And so even now that I am not part of the church, you know, obviously it's just not something that we match up on. So because I know around the holidays, they're, even though I do not nostalgically have these traditions and rituals that many people have around the holidays. I know for myself, just from experiencing a few, that there's expectations. You're with this for some, I was going to say for some reason, but it's a, we understand the reason. Like, you're supposed to have your family. <laughs> it's just, you know, we're born into family and... There's the expectation that you're gonna you're gonna die with your family. You're gonna have them for 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 the span of your life. That's one of the most special things about family, right? That they are there for you, there with you from day one. Um. I'm. I'm not <laughs> I'm not getting choked up here. I'm just f- trying to figure out how to verbalize this, but um yeah, this time of year definitely comes with the expectation of being around your family. And a lot of times the common narrative is uh That it's difficult to be around your family at this time. And. I also honor that that's the situation for some people. Um, But my experience is that I would love to be around my family around this time of year. Now I'm getting. (laughs) Now I'm getting emotional about it. Um. Yeah, I would love to be around my big, no, like, loud and <laughs> uh, dynamic and wonderful and complex family around this time of year. But it's not an option for me. And, and that's okay. That's the way it is. They've made their decision to do what they need to do for themselves and the way they want to live. And I've done exactly the same. I've made the decision for myself and the way I need to live. So it is this practice of holding these um, distinct different truths that I love them and wish I could be around them and accepting that that's not possible, um, due to everyone's choices and that that is okay and good also that everyone is living according to how they think they should be living. Um, so yeah, for those of you who are for whatever reason in a similar experience I want to let you know that it today I just had the realization that it feels good that I knew that I needed some time and space around this time of year for me just to be with me because the reality is is that even though there's, I had my partner's loving family welcomes me into their, um, traditions. Um, and I love being part of their celebration and am so honored. Um, I know for myself, I need to create the time and space for my, for me to have my own ritual, And it makes it, today I was remembering, the first holiday that I spent with myself. So I think, like, the technically the first holiday after I got kicked out of the church, I think one of my extended family members invited me over for the holidays, which was incredibly sweet and I was incredibly awkward because I had never, (laughs) oh, bless them, Um, I had never celebrated anything like this. So it was very new to me and I was very awkward. Um, And again, they were so sweet to welcome me in. Uh, But I think maybe the second or third year after I left the church, um, it was one that I, gosh, no, this seems like It seems like maybe a few years after. Well, one of the first years that I found myself completely alone. So, um, for whatever reason, I didn't have a family to join in with, or I chose not to join in with family. Because again, there's so many emotions and it can be uh, difficult even to be around so many people that this is just like what they've grown up with and known. Um... So for whatever reason, I just found myself uh, alone, completely alone one year. And I remember, and, you know, sometimes when I have this forethought of how to take care of myself, (laughs) I am just so grateful because who knows where I got this stinking wherewithal to know that I needed to prepare in a certain way, (laughs) (laughs) to not just have such a miserable time. Um, But I remember thinking a day or two before the actual holiday that like I needed to uh, prepare for the day because I know stuff is shut down. Um, I know there'll be so many emotions to deal with on that day. So it's just like, let's just do a little preparation ahead of time to just make things go a little better. And I got my favorite foods. I made sure I had my favorite snacks at home. I decided what I was gonna be eating. Um, so I must have purchased it ahead of time, and I'm pretty sure it was probably something I had like threw in the oven or whatever. And and my favorite snacks, so set on that sustenance check. And then um I remember where I was living at the time and I was sleeping on the floor at the time. Didn't have a bed. It was one of those periods of my life. Um, which, by the way, if that is still your period of a life, that is such a good thing to do. This Now this is a tangent about sleeping on the floor. <laughs> it is actually really good for your back. So don't let anyone make you feel bad about sleeping on the floor if that's where you're at in your life. Because honestly... I still sometimes I'm like, I need to sleep on the floor just to, like, strengthen up this back. I digress. So, um, but that was the where I was at. It was one of those situations in my life where it just was like, hmm, not everything was, like, perfect. Um, but I remember, like, I had cozy blankets. I had all my favorite things, you know, in my room. Um... And I put on, like, my favorite, like, cozy outfit. um, So something I felt cute and cozy in. And then I watched all my favorite things to watch. And... I know around this time, I don't know if it was specifically that day, but I know around this time... Oh, I've talked about this in my solo pod. Um... That day, I remember having a great day just being like, oh, it's it's almost like a day where everyone else is occupied doing other things. So, you know, you don't feel any kind of ties or need to be doing any certain thing on that day. Like, it really is nice to have these shared days of where we're like, whoever you plan to be with or not to be with that on that day, that's all you got to do. Everything else doesn't even matter. Um, so I remember just feeling like, wow, everyone's doing their own things today. This is what I'm doing. I've planned it. So it's like all the things I love to do. And I remember having a great time that day, even despite the fact that there's an inherent sadness about, you know, sometimes being alone or, uh, not having the familial connections that you everyone you know it seems you should have especially around this time of year um and even not feeling bad about like not joining in in someone else else's celebration you know even even if they have extended the offer if it just doesn't feel right for you or feels like too much for you like totally fine um but like I said, around this time, so I don't know if that night I felt any kind of sadness. I really can't remember if it was specifically night that night. But I do know around that time, because I remember this point in time in my life, <laughs> there was some deep loneliness. And as I've talked about in other pods, there were times where I would hold my own hand as I was going to sleep. I would literally squeeze my arms, um... In a like a self-hugging manner, and that would like be reassuring to me. Mainly sleeping holding my own hand. That was somehow very reassuring to me. But whatever it is that you need to do, give yourself a hug, give yourself a foot rub, put on the cozy socks, get use the really nice lotion, give yourself a nice foot rub, and then put on the cozy socks. Hello. Like when we are going through difficult times. I'm sorry, let me have another sip here. Got a lot to say tonight. <clears throat> when we are going through difficult times, we do not need to make them sadder or less enjoyable than they already inherently are. <laughs> I guess that's maybe some per- permission I'm giving here. It is. There's already inherently some sadness in certain things with our lives. So, if you're going through that, just know You do not need to feel or act or be any sort of way. Whatever you want or need from that time and space, give it to yourself as best you can. And as I've gone on further, gone on longer, and like I said, I I have beautiful people in my life who welcome me in. But even with like tonight, knowing that I needed some time alone, even with today, knowing we're entering the holiday season and I can't help but think how my life could have been. had my family... It's just so crazy to think about because so many things would have been different. <laughs> and you know, when you start changing stuff, everything changes. So I wouldn't change a thing. But there is something um, about the fact that sometimes you'll, you'll always want your family. And that's a very normal, innate thing. But it's also okay to be okay with the way things are. I don't necessarily want my family to change anything. You know, I wouldn't want someone telling me to believe or behave differently than I do. Because I'm really living according to my intuition and my integrity and my core, you know. So there's nothing I'm trying to change here, but for you, I just want to let you know that it is okay to feel the sadness for a situation that is, and perhaps a longing for some people that you can't be close to right now. And to also at the same time find joy in the life that you have. Do things that make you feel good. Genuinely make you feel good. I'm going to watch the Kardashians finale tonight. That genuinely makes me feel good. People really don't like that I like them but. But I genuinely enjoy that. Again, it's a family that sticks together. You know, I can't. I love a family that sticks together. Um, but you know, I... Have, I got my journal next to me. Because sometimes little thoughts pop in my head. And I want to write them down so I can reflect on them later. I got some cheap wine here. Because it, it's a simple pleasure. I got some water too, cause I know <laughs> I know this winter can be dehydrating, as can the cheap wine. Uh, so I don't know. Think, think what could make you feel good right now, and it doesn't matter how small or silly. It might seem to other people, it does not matter. Just be real with yourself and say, you know what would make me feel good right now? You know what would make me feel good on these holidays that I might be spending time alone or know that I need some time to myself or maybe with other people. Shoot, if you're going to be with other people, like I said, I know it can be a lot sensorially this time of year is a lot it's noisy it's a lot of things going on um not that that's bad It's just it is what it is so what do you need to do you know do you need to make sure your your favorite uh outfit is available for you so that you're comfortable um You have to do something to make sure that, you know, you can deal with the different sounds. There's a lot of different options out there. There's these cool little earplugs you can put in that kind of block out some of the noise. Um, Whatever you got to do to bring some comfort and joy to yourself. You deserve that no matter what is going on in your life. No matter what kind of difficult times we are going through. You deserve some comfort and joy. Comfort and joy. Comfort and joy. That's a holiday song. (laughs) I don't know exactly which one it is. Um, And you don't have to make yourself miserable during this time. Even though there's so much stuff going on. I wanted to share that with you. And also let you know that even if it really, really hurts, because I'm not feeling it right now. I'm not feeling the deepest pain I ever felt. But I can remember the deepest pain I ever felt. And it ached deep inside of my chest. that, That stuff ached. You know, I get a little weepy over stuff now, but, but, um, I remember that deep aching pain and I am so sorry if it's really intense for you right now, but I know that you will get through it and you will be stronger for it and you'll be able to go on and tell someone else, Hey, I know. I know it can hurt. But you got this. And be okay with the cycling of feelings, you know? For me, it's... it can be all the feelings in, in the space of maybe 15-20 minutes I can go through all the feelings I can f- be feeling the biggest joy by just realizing what it, how amazing life is and then I can think of someone that I love and miss very much and it can hurt really bad and then I can feel a whole range of frustration and confusion and Love and hope, and that is actually, in my eyes, what life is all about the full experience. I wouldn't want to cut out any of those feelings. I love that I can feel that full range. And it's powerful when you can feel that full range. So happy holidays. I'm going to be here. I'm going to share more. And I'm not perfect at it, (laughs) as we can tell. Here, exactly where we should be, and I think it's really cool that we can all share that. Shoot, the word for today was supposed to be grateful. I didn't mean to start in on all that because I wanted to talk about how grateful I am with the contentment I feel in my life right now. So let's tag that on here. You know, with uh, what I was just talking about, about feeling the full range of emotion. That, to me, is what I've realized is what I want from life. Is what I call a full filled life and that doesn't mean that it's always you know all all uh happiness and no struggle that's not what a fulfilled life is for me <clears throat> Fulfilled means that I listen to my, I call it my core. Um, it could be called many things. Whatever it is that guides you. By listening to that, I find that whether it's telling me to take some time and space alone, which it's telling me a lot, let me tell you, that is something I've learned is integral in me being my best is the time and space to myself. Or it's, you know, the other thing that sometimes my core tells me is go out and try this. Now whether go out is physically go out or just go outside of my reflective Um, way of being. But sometimes my core is like, okay, let's push for this. Let's try this. Let's explore this. When I explore or work with something, I dive in so deeply. Um, I When there's something that I want to explore, I go into it wholeheartedly. Wholeheartedly, but with the head of knowing, you know. Because I've been... Through... Cycles before. With the head knowing... That... Uh, this may not be exactly what I expect it to be, um, but I still want to give it the full go to know as much as I can um, and work with it as much as I can and explore as much as I can. And if I decide uh, I get into it and it's not for me, I fully reserve the right to... in my course. So that. Practice. That I've been doing pretty. I think I was doing it kind of. Unconsciously all through my 20s. But been doing much more. Consciously. In my 30s. Um. Really affords me that fulfilled life that I want. You know. I don't think I'm alone in the fact that sometimes we get caught up. In measuring success of our life. By. uh, What I just recently heard again is called as vanity measures. Money. Uh material things um, financial and and successes like that it's so easy to get caught up in those and sometimes I hyper focus on by getting ca- caught up on those I hyper focus on Trying to make certain things in my life meet those, uh, meet those measures. But when I chill the fuck out and Take a step back and assess my life and just realize, like, just come back and actually be like present in my life. I realize how much of what I'm living now was what I dreamed of. And Held out hope for in my life before. And there wasn't really, you know, I guess the magic equation for me was this learning to listen to my core, learning to listen to when. It said, let's take some time and space to ourselves. And when it said, this is something, there's possibly something here. Let's push and explore this thing a bit outside of our realm. It is so simple. Like saying it now, I'm like, who wants to hear this? This is so simple. This is such a simple concept. But I think we forget it a lot. I think there's so much around us that is conditioning us to take the prescribed route to unconsciously mirror what we see consistently that it's a practice on its own just to stay in tune with our own core and I don't begrudge either of those modes in my life the more solitary times or the more communitory times where i'm trying something outside of myself trying something perhaps um I've seen others do or something I think might be interesting to try and explore. I don't begrudge either of those times because they are both necessary in the pursuit of what I want in my life, which, as we talked about, is fulfilled life. So luckily... <laughs> After spending a few months of this year feeling like I was failing in certain things and pushing myself to try and mimic what certain people who had received certain measures of success were doing have gotten back to me and my core and things are flowing again because of that and I am so full of gratitude for my life as it is And I think sometimes, especially in personal personal development, (laughs) the personal development field and that framework, I think contentment can be looked at as kind of a dirty word. But it's exactly what I feel right now. And it doesn't mean that I'm not working on certain goals and... working towards certain things but I'm not feeling I'm no longer feeling because I was for a while feeling discouraged and uh, there's a word here that I cannot remember discouraged discontent I guess the opposite of contentment. Yeah. Um, I was feeling that when I was valuing just a few narrow measures of success rather than realizing how much success I've achieved <laughs> in overcoming anxiety and overcoming depression. In and when I say overcoming, it doesn't mean that I don't deal with these things. What it means, what it means to me, is that I know how to work with it now. That I can honor those things when they do still pop up, which is fewer and far between than it used to be, which I think is a success on itself. But now, when it comes up, even though it may surprise me at times, even though no one ex I don't think anyone expects you know, well, maybe someone does, but I <laughs> I'm silly and I sometimes think when I've mastered something, I think, oh well, that's that. <laughs> Won't have to revisit that part of my life again and then of course, you know, at some time and place down the road it pops up and again I said, Oh hi <laughs> Hi, we're gonna We're gonna have another go round? Okay, okay. Let's take another spin. Have another twirl. This space intentionally left blank. But yeah, I'm just at a place now where you know, I was making my grandma's noodle recipe the other day, something I haven't done for a long time. And I was remembering how she used to have, she would make noodles and she would spread them all over her house on these tea towels to dry. And they were just so delicious. And what like a total visceral experience of like, visual and tactile and taste and, you know, just this whole experience. And so, you know, this time of appreciating what I do have and I can do and realizing, oh my gosh, I can make my, like, I have what's available to me to make my grandma's Noodle recipe and doing so, and of course, they didn't turn out like hers. <laughs> but I have a lifetime to practice, um, and I can only imagine, in some way, shape, or form, somehow in this wild world, that she maybe got a kick out of me. <laughs> trying it. But I just, it just kind of shook me awake and made me realize, like, I have so much of what I dreamed about and I am living the life that I hoped for. And yes, I have more hopes and dreams for my life. And I'll keep working towards those. And whether... those come to fruition or not I don't even know if that's so much the point but the process and the journey there is so fulfilling I don't even know if I'm going for happiness anymore You know, I know that's like maybe the shorthand for what everyone's supposed to want. But I think when we all think about it, what is actually happiness to you? What is happiness to me? It may be different things. And I encourage you to think about what happiness really is for you. Because for me, it's content, contentness, contentedness, I believe is the technical word. And what is contentedness for me? And is living a fulfilled life. And I am so grateful for that. So we got to it. We got to the word gratefulness. I'm grateful to anyone who listens to this and and maybe resonates with any part of it. That's really cool. And I'm grateful that whether it's through this podcast or through my creative arts page, Collage Dropout Collective, or through my personal development consulting, on Emily June Consulting, or whether it's just through me walking down the street on any given day being myself, I am grateful that there's going to be more ways for us to connect. I am grateful for the time that we have to do that. However long that is. (sighs) Thank you all. Okay. Talk to you soon.